0: Visit chrissawyer.annie-mack.com, email him at csawyer at mackcom or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Where do we stand i am joe mcguire he is a jimmy Battisti. we've got protests at the border and not the one we're normally talk about we'll have the latest on this blockade and the effect that it's having plus joe biden really is giving away free crack pipes i thought that was the fake news of the week that was going to be my fake news of the week segment instead i'll be Absolutely ripping into the Democrats for what I call yet another a boneheaded move. Uh, we'll we'll touch on that. We've got some more great stuff coming up. Uh, yeah. But before we get the show started, uh, I I did a little something. I call this the news. According to Twitter memes, Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene has been stewing against House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police intending to refer to the nazi gestapo itself a nonsensical comparison but instead referring to a cold tomato soup i assume you serve gazpacho police with a side of the third rice and by the way i'm all for congress not being able to trade in stock alabama republican senator tommy tuberville slammed a proposed bill that would ban members of congress from trading stocks saying, quote, it would really cut back on the amount of people that would want to come up here and serve. And now you know why someone would spend millions of dollars to get a job that pays $174,000 per year and then after a few years becomes a millionaire. By the way, Yahoo News reports Tuberville violated stock trading rules 132 times last year. Joe Manchin loves Tommy Tuberville. Manchin also votes like a Republican. According to Citizens for Ethics, Joe Manchin's income from coal is nearly triple his Senate salary and definitely poses a conflict of interest as he works on infrastructure legislation. Manchin is the chairman of the Senate Committee on Energy and Natural Resources. And no, that's not a joke. (laughs) West Virginia voters went to war with coal barons. Now they're represented by one. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is criticizing the Republican National Committee for censoring two House Republicans investigating the violent insurrection at the Capitol on January 6, 2021, and he says it's not his party's job to police the views of lawmakers. Former President Donald Trump responded by saying Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell quote, does not speak for the Republican Party, end quote. (laughs) McConnell responded, It was a violent insurrection for the purpose of trying to prevent the peaceful transfer of power after a legitimately certified election from one administration to the next. The issue is whether or not the RNC should be sort of singling out members of our party who may have different views than the majority. Also, by a 5-4 vote with Justice John Roberts joining the liberals in dissent, the Supreme Court halted a lower court order that required Alabama to redraw its congressional map which diluted black votes in violation of the Voting Rights Act. The practice, better known as gerrymandering, is the redrawing of districts in a way that helps the ruling party stay in power. Some people are quick to point out that both sides do it, and that is true. New York and Illinois are perfect examples. But liberals are quick to point out that Democrats are fighting to end gerrymandering while the Republicans don't. Hmm. If only one of the two parties... You know, namely the one that claims to champion the cause and happens to hold the White House in both chambers of Congress would introduce a bill to eliminate gerrymandering. Everyone thinks it's bad. Your move, Chuck and Nancy. And in the latest poll, nearly 60% of Americans disapprove of President Joe Biden's job performance. That's worse than during either of Trump's impeachments and while we can't forget Hitler's emails and Hunter Biden's laptop, at least they weren't flushing classified information down the toilet, which is where our country currently is. Very nice. Yes, thank you. A little a little Very bit of nice. fun. Jimmy, just uh if you if you are into liberal Twitter, that is the news this week. I thought we would just start there, so everybody just sort of knows what the mainstream media has to say and where they're at with things.
1: I like it. I do. I. Uh, where 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 should I start? Where should I start? Let's talk about Tuberville here. If you're going to mention him, then let's mention the 55 other Congress people, right? that violated these laws, that voted against uh, uh, making it illegal for them, like, you know, Dianne Feinstein from California, Tuberville, we already mentioned, Roger Marshall from Kansas, Republican, Rand Paul, Republican, Kentucky, Mark Kelly, Democrat from Arizona. So the list goes on and on. There are 55, mainly Republican, but they are a lot, Uh, Not the majority, not even half, but a lot, close to half of the people that are, you know, still in violation. But nobody will talk about them. Nobody on that side of the eye will ever mention those names. Right. But there are. You will. I'm talking about the liberal Twitter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, well, I will say this, you know, it's funny, uh, uh, just to get to the gerrymandering thing for a minute. You know, there was a lot of uh arguing on Twitter about that between conservatives and and or Republicans and Democrats, I should say, cuz who knows what their philosophies are, but I I noticed overwhelmingly uh liberals are quick to point out that Republicans are taking advantage of gerrymandering, uh and the the Democrats are only doing it as a tit for tat, which is terrible. I mean, it really is like I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I like that at all. I, I can't even believe that 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 that's the defense of it. Again, the, the Democrats have been in position many times over the past twelve years, where they've had the majority in Congress and they've had the majority in the House uh, or, or the Senate, the Congress. Where in you know, Obama's second term, they could have they could have done away with gerrymandering, they didn't. They could have done
1: away with a lot of things and they didn't. They could have made a lot of things different and they Mm -hmm. didn't. Why? That's a great question. I would love to ask any any one of them, why? When you had the House, when you had the Senate, you had the White House, why didn't we do this? You could have gotten rid of the filibuster then if you really wanted to. You could have packed the Supreme Court then if you really wanted to. Why, sure. why? Why? Why now? Well, yeah, I don't I,
0: weird. Weird. Well, it, look, you know, odd. here, here's the thing. You know, I, I gotta tell you, and and I, I appreciate a little bit Joe Manchin and Kristen Semina not wanting to do away with the filibuster because it, it's such a short-sighted move to make.
1: Extremely,
0: you know, uh, McConnell and 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 Schumer messed with it like 10 years ago and it's blown up in both of their faces. We've got Supreme Court justices getting in 51, 49 these days. We don't want that. You know, so so you do you do need a filibuster. And I and I get that again. You got to think long term, not short term needs. That's sort of also how politics works. But there's too many. This again goes back to what I was saying last week about there's too many corrupt people and the longer, you know, it's funny. Joe Manchin, who is part of this do nothing Congress, and they've got nothing done, nothing endorsed Lisa Murkowski, the Republican from Alaska. That's nice. They're friends. I get that you've neither one of you has accomplished anything. So in essence, what you're telling the voters of Alaska is, Hey, vote for my friend and we'll continue to do nothing for you. Why would anybody, why would anybody want that? I'm telling you right now, if it were up to me and we're in a perfect spot right now because of how balanced it is, I'll even give it to you. I'll give you the Republican majority. I would love to see every single incumbent voted out. If you're in office today, I'd like to see you out in November. I'd like to see a whole new crew of people in. And the good news is, James, you're going to have a few years where all these elections are going to slowly start to cross over. So you'll slowly start to replace the old with new people, and we can get people in there that are not absolutely corrupted after 10, 20, 30 years of serving. Tommy Tuberville, the fact that he would say, if you were to limit their ability to trade stock and they use insider information, they gather from intelligence briefings that it would crack down on the people who came up there to serve. I mean, you're not supposed to say that out loud. Yeah. yeah that, it, that, it.
1: That, that was the quiet part out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we, everybody knows it, but you know, that's just one of those things we're just not going to say out loud.
0: I, I, it's the hypocrisy I can't stand. Listen, I don't like Diane Feinstein. Uh, I, you know, we, we, you know, I know you and I. I don't know how much we've talked about it on the show, but Nancy Pelosi uh, has been linked to some stuff. Uh, obviously, Kelly uh, Loeffler, uh, the former senator from uh, 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 the great sort of state, state of Georgia, uh, yeah. wasn't reelected. Was under fire for insider trading. Listen, if you're taking advantage of the job then you shouldn't be there. You know, this This job is is meant to serve your constituents, serve your state, and serve your country. If you're there, just they're lining your pockets. And here's the problem, James, and I'll grant you this. The Trumps and the Clintons and the Bidens, from, from the looks of it, they're just all in it for the money. Thank I you. suppose the Bushes are probably in that group too, which again is why I say, Now that the Kennedys have all died off, the good ones, let's stop with these political dynasties. Who are we kidding? You know, look at the royal family in England. Then The national disgrace that that is. How embarrassing for everybody in the United Kingdom. Just end that thing. Just everyone tomorrow just be like, you know what? Screw the queen. Let's just move on. You guys live in a democracy that's got a fake queen that costs billions of dollars to finance. You could spend that money on, I don't know, better dental for your nation. Or
1: something. <laughs> I, 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 I I wouldn't don't. call her a fake queen. I mean, she's a very, <laughs> very legitimate queen. But, but I completely, completely understand what you're saying. It, it confuses me that they have two houses of parliament and they have this democracy, but yet they have this figure that people spend billions of dollars on. No, you know what? You can spend billions of dollars on something and that's fine, but what is she really doing for England? What has she done right for England? You know, like, is she planning on taking over the United States again? I mean, no. <laughs> like, she ain't done much. She's just a figurehead. It's a billion dollar figurehead, which is that's probably the leading cause of not wanting a monarchy. I mean, right? I mean just just one of them. But yeah. uh yeah, but then you got Prince Prince Andrew, this is a disgrace. Just yeah. I mean, come on. And then, if, you know, who
0: If that doesn't tell you this thing is over, then Charles and Camilla should be the yeah. final blow. Like, come on. Everybody hates them. Nobody wants him to be queen. She's going to be like the queen cohort or consort or something or other some other term uh yeah but you know what people are excited the whole thing
1: people are excited for uh harry and kate or no what is it will and kate yeah yeah people are excited for will and kate they really are and i gotta tell you they have represented themselves extremely well they have represented the monarchy extremely well and probably a lot better than charles (laughs) yeah but uh you know and so people are really excited about them and i and you know what they're young enough and they're 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 just liberal enough where they might these two might be the ones that kind of take the shine off the monarchy and try to pump up them you know what i'm saying they they just might they might surprise you and i'm very curious to see what they do once they get there because let's face it charles isn't a spring chicken
0: no, no, he's he'll actually be the oldest. Um, assuming that she dies or steps down at 100 years old now, uh, oh, he'll be the he'll become the oldest monarch, uh, in England's history, if you can believe really? that, which dates back to like you know the Celts, uh, <laughs> like 8,000 years ago. So, um, yeah, that is pretty fascinating. I'd like to think that, uh, Will and Kate plus eight, I'd like to think that they will. Cut the ties to. I mean, maybe they just keep the fancy titles, but get real jobs, support yourself. You know, let le- leave the family jewels. That should go to the people.
1: Just well, I mean, that that in- let's get real. That's not going to happen. But what I would like to see, what I would like to see Will and Kate do, is be more involved with the political uh, uh, decisions, not the rhetoric. Right. But I would love to see Parliament make their decisions, go to the monarchy, be like, hey, what do you guys think? And in that way, they actually have a say. They actually they have a freaking stake in the game. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's me, but I am a little old fashioned. Right. And I would love to see. A monarch and a republic or a democracy, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> uh, work it out and show that it can be done, and show that you know compromise is possible. Because maybe we could look at them and be like, "Well, holy shit, if that can do it, you know, our dumb can do it." I don't know. I mean, we we always like working to Europe. We always like looking to those countries over there for you know that they're so much better than we are, and stuff like that. So you know who I am. You know, I'm hopeful for the future. I'll say that
0: that's, that's a lovely, lovely sentiment. I feel like in 1812, we sent them packing and that's the last time I gave a crap about the British (laughs) Royal family. That's my thought. Yeah. All set.
1: All right. You go ahead. ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say, you know, uh, this is uh, might be a perfect time to sort of segue into our neighbor to the North, uh, another former colony of the United Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, One who also got a got to separate while uh, taking advantage of our uh, revolutionary war. Uh, And right now there is a bit of a revolutionary war at the border. I got to be honest, uh, as of about three days ago, I didn't really know a ton about this. I've been reading up on it. Uh, Why don't you tell us, Jimmy, what is going on
1: at the border to the north? Thousands and thousands and thousands of truckers are just clogging up the highways, clogging up the borders, and they're in protest of these mask and vaccine mandates. You're talking about people that spend 99% of their time alone in a vehicle, and you're mandating them to where to they need a vaccine? I mean, that, that makes no sense to me. And they're, they're being fired over this. They're losing government contracts. They're losing a lot, a lot of money. People are losing livelihoods. People are, I mean, it's not a joke anymore, right? It's not, it's, this shouldn't be a, a, you're a non vaxxer, I'm a vaccine person, you're good, I'm bad thing. This should be, hey, people are really, really getting displaced and hurt by, by these, by this. I don't want to say mandates, but because it's not technically a mandate. I don't, but for lack of a better term, I'll say that if that's acceptable. I'll give Uh, you that. Thank you very much. And here's the real thing, right? And here's here's the real issue. As of yesterday, four provinces say that's not is unrelated to to the protests are are doing away with their mandates, their vaccines and their masks. So are the protests up there working, Joe? It seems like it. Right? So here's something else though we need to think about. Hashtag tricker convoy 2022 has been seen has been hit 22 million times over the past couple of weeks, 2 million views on or hits. Uh, the main group behind the protests here in the United States in the past two weeks has gained 150,000 members. Uh, A similar group, a second group that are dedicated just to help the first group has gained 50,000 members. They are planning a truck protest, a truck convoy from Sacramento all the way to D.C. People are joining. People are donating. This is becoming a very real thing. And it's going to happen. I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to happen. There's a lot of money already being collected for it. Is it a good thing, man? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I love protests, and I think people have the right to protest. But we already have a supply chain crisis. We are, we already have supply chain issues, and this is only going to exacerbate it. And that's so. I get it. I get what your cause is. I support your cause, as you know, personally but I don't support a cause that's going to affect everybody else in the country in a negative way, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I have heard, and I'm curious uh, what you think of this. Like I said, I I've really only been on this for about the last 48 hours that there are uh, Republican operatives that are behind this in an attempt to exacerbate as you were just talking about the supply chain problem and cause even more grief for the Biden administration.
1: You know, I could, I can, I could understand people thinking that, but you got, we got to all understand here. We're living in a day and age where you're not going to get away with anything. If you're, Look at man, I could fart right now, and everybody on the internet is going to know how it smells in the next 10 seconds. Do you know? And you can't get away with anything anymore. So, for them to do that, hey, I can't say that they are or they're not. I wouldn't deny. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be surprised if they did that. I wouldn't be surprised if either side did something like that. But until it comes out, which if it does, it will come out. I'm not going to speculate on that because that's just a horrible thing to say. Yeah, I mean, I just, I can't, I, I just can't, you're not going to put, I can't believe that these guys are going to put, you know, that much more shit onto the American people. Well, you know,
0: I, not, they I think
1: they can get away with it and think, they well, can get away sure. With
0: it. Well, I mean, I think if there's ever a time you th- think that you could get away with something, it would be now because, and I, and a big spoiler alert to all you liberal leaning people, Donald Trump is not going to get in trouble for January 6th. Just like he's not going to get in trouble with the state of New York for the taxes. He's not going to be in trouble in Georgia for calling the secretary of state. Donald Trump doesn't play by the rules. Neither does Roger Stone. Those guys go to depositions and they don't answer questions. And they uh, basically just talk their way out of it. They'll end up paying some sort of fine and they'll use someone else's money to do it. So let, let's snap back to reality here for a minute. Every time, uh, you know, twice, you were going to impeach him. You did impeach him. And what did that get you? I mean, literally nowhere, nowhere further than you were the day before you impeached him.
1: He's going to be a, a two-time impeached president that runs for re-election.
0: Yes, and probably <laughs> wins that re-election. And, and so, you know, not for nothing, you you saw what, what Steve Bannon and Roger Stone were were planning on January sixth, outside of the insurrection part, which they claim wasn't part of their problem. Their their whole plan was to go there. They the idea that there would be protesters was just gonna add to the to the excitement and confusion. They both claimed that they didn't have any violence uh planned. Their plan was uh the Green Bay sweep where they were going to decertify the electors of 12 states. Uh, They already had on tap, literally, James, I don't know if you know this or not. They had like brought in electors from those states and who had literally signed documents certifying the election for Trump. And all they needed Pence to do was to say. We're going to we're going to send these back to the states for recertification That would have opened up these new delegates and Trump would have been able to steal the Electoral College. That was the plan that they had concocted. And so it's funny to hear from Roger Stone and Steve Bannon because they're like, this wasn't an insurrection. We were going to use an antiquated old rule to circumvent the Electoral College and keep Trump in office totally by the book.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> there are. I mean, what do you want me to say to that? I mean, you can't. I can't deny it. I can't fight it. That you is diabolical. What I mean? That's what I'm saying. So I know think what? if people you are willing to do that, who wants to so stop somebody
0: thing. from 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 starting this issue?
1: But here's the here's the thing. I also heard, and I mean, I'll, I'll do some research here and see if this is true or not, right? But I've also heard that the National Guard was requested and the and it was denied
0: you got that wrong
1: i i i'm, I'm, I'm going to have to look that up
0: my understanding was that they were on standby and never got the call and that it was literally <laughs> his call to make that's my understanding of this if you've got information uh contrary to that i'd, I'd love to hear it but that was my understanding of of how that whole part of that's shaking out
1: I will so. I will find out. I, I will because I I can remember hearing some stuff about that, but I don't want to say anything false right now. So I will find out and dig some more. But I'm pretty sure that there was more people than Steve Bannon involved in this. And it's not, and I gotta tell you, man, it's it's not looking like it was it's not looking like it's shaping up to be this huge giant movement of insurrection of other people. More along the lines, it is some idiots on the inside, right? So it's, and you just said yourself, the ban, and and weren't counting on the protesters to be there. That just added to it. So I still don't understand why we're calling these people that are arrested insurrectionists. It's not, it wasn't, it wasn't an insurrection by the people. As much as it was a freaking backdoor, freaking semantics trialing bullshit. And to to continue to call these people insurrectionists and to continue to call these people violent and, and, and all that trash, sorry, is just garbage to me. Because you can't talk about protests. You can't talk about anything like that without bringing up the summer protests that, that were the largest and most expensive civil up civil rights or civil uprising in history it was over a billion dollars worth of damages people died people lost livelihoods people's businesses were burned to the grounds people were displaced from their homes it was a tragic tragic thing but that was a peaceful protest I don't I don't understand the comparison. And you can't say because it was the Capitol building, federal yeah. buildings were stormed, federal buildings were vandalized in the tw in this in the summer freaking in the summer protest. Really? The nation's, summer-
0: the nation's capital hadn't been breached since literally the war of eighteen twelve that re- we referenced before. People walked through that building with Confederate flags and Trump flags. Again, and I agree with you, it was it was it has to go down as the as the worst insurrection of all time. I think it was definitely very piecemeal. I think there was a very small contingent of planners and then there were people who saw the door was open and walked in. And I think it's important that we differentiate the difference. Thank you. If you were there and you were armed, or you were with the the three percenters or the oath keepers or one of those militant groups that had been doing some prior planning with Congress, then you should go to jail. If you were just there because you love Donald Trump and you really thought Pence was going to overturn the election, and your guy was getting in, so you walked in because the door was open, you can go back home. Um, Get your so head out of your ass, but you can go boy. back home.
1: What about how do you feel about that guy that during the 2020 riots murdered somebody by burning? Remember, he's an arsonist, criminal arsonist, built burning down a building. Guy ended up dying in there. He got 10 years. That's it. 10 years. Is that fair? Uh He murdered somebody 10 years by the liberals, right? And it's because Turner
0: got six months for raping somebody. I mean, their sentencing is is it's all over the place.
1: But hold on, see now but these guys are insurrectionists? Come come on. Do you see what I'm saying? You could be a fucking murderer and be okay. You could be an idiot and try to storm the Capitol and now you're a freaking American you're an insurrectionist. That's a strong word, man. To use that's a very strong word, and we need to be careful. Just like calling people terrorists, it's an extremely strong word, and we need to be careful, because once you conflate that word with just regular freaking people, it loses its meaning, right? And it and it it means people, it just it's just not good, man. It loses the ter- The word terrorist is losing its meaning. It used to be feared. It used to be. Something that would you were pinned up against, you know. I mean, it was us against the terrorists. Now it's us against us, and we're all terrorists. Everybody who doesn't agree with you is a terrorist, and everybody who stands up for their own rights is a terrorist, and it's just diluting that word, and it's making it dangerous. You can't call everybody a freaking terrorist. You can't you just can't do it. There's specific terms for reasons.
0: No, you're, I mean, you're definitely not wrong. You're definitely not wrong. Uh, an insurrectionist is a violent uprising against an authority of government. That sounds like January 6th to me. Yeah, again, I mean, listen, I uh, I definitely think that there were elements of, look, there <laughs> need, were a lot of sketchy, people there that day. Sketchy, and
1: Because it needs to keep reading the definition because there's like 17 other lines after that. But let's focus
0: on the ones that are
1: pertinent here. I
0: mean, look, it it, it with was an aims of overthrowing a government is the
1: very next line. With aims Listen, of overthrowing were, a government. That's that's there not, were, they weren't trying there, to overthrow the government. They were trying to change wow. an election. There's a big difference. Trying what to overthrow it. What government replace with? What government There's, were they gonna replace it with? In an illegal, in a legal, uh in a legal
0: government is what they the, were gonna replace it with. They were gonna make with. Trump president.
1: That. Hold on. They wanted to make right. Trump president, yes, right the, guy of the that United walked. States of America. Understandable. Right. So what new government were they replacing it with? Well, a, an authoritarian
0: government, dude, because if you, if you overturn an election and you put a puppet head president in, which is what you'd have been doing, you know, puppet governments don't generally work out too well. It would have been a disaster, and it would have been the beginning
1: I, of the end not, of the I'm United not States talking about as we that. know it. We're not talking about that, Joe. But it would have been it would have been bad. We're not talking about that. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm not you know what? You can't say that. Here we go again. Everybody thought Trump was going to start World War III. Everybody said Trump was going to ruin the country. We were, everybody said we were going to be a freaking dictatorship after Trump's first year. And none of that came to pass. None of it. Zero zilch nada. None of the bad shit that all the Democrats, and I'm not a Trump supporter, ladies and gentlemen, and Joe will attest to that. But I'm saying none of that crap came to pass. None of it. So for you to sit there and say, "Oh, that would have been the end of it," that's that's unfair, dude. It's it's you're ser- you're seriously dealing in hypotheticals that are proven to be not true already. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't. I, I don't think that they're. I don't think that
0: they've been true. Uh, proven to be true. I don't think that that's fair. I, I am certainly speculating, but I can't help but think that if we had just decided. This election isn't going to count. You're, you're, and again, this is what I was saying earlier about you know, either party. When it comes to messing with stuff like the filibuster, there's going to be ramifications down the line because you're not going to be in power in four years, six years, eight years. And when the other party gets in, guess what? They're going to take whatever procedures you changed and they're going to shove them up your ass. <laughs> that's right and and we i mean this country can't continue to operate like this we just can't we have to call an insurrection an insurrection the people who were responsible for the planned part of this need to be held accountable everybody's grandmother who was there all decked out in trump gear do trust me those people send them home Thank Thank they were that's they were all I'm dangerous. saying. I'm with you, brother. You want to freaking of... hang joe or Steve. No, Banner. I don't. Go ahead and hang I think yeah. A million percent. Yes. Again, the people and I, I I'm going to say I'm going to say so when all's said and done, Jimmy, I'm going to say there's probably 20 to 25 people I think are responsible for that entire day. I mean, planning soup to nuts. I think everybody else who was there had no idea what was really going on. They were hopeful something was going to happen where Trump got to stay in office. That's why they were there to witness history. I watched enough videos from the daily show with Jordan Klepper to see, while there was certainly a handful of idiots there, uh, most of the people were there because they thought Trump was going to pull off this miracle that he had promised. So I, I, to, to, to there be 700 people charged with this thing. No, if you walk through an open door, Write the person a ticket for trespassing and send them on their way. <laughs> right? I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. That, Here's what I was saying, thing. Joe. Jimmy, for, right, you, for
1: anybody to label these people domestic terrorists or insurrectionists, look, is Steve Bannon an insurrectionist? Sure. When evidence comes out and he's charged, absolutely. And I will stay in there and say the be the first one to say it. But all I'm saying is for these chuckleheads that just... Oh look, there was everybody into the cabinet. For these to be called, for these people to be called t- terrorists, for these people to be called freaking insurrectionists, it's just not it's not right, in my opinion, because what you're doing is you're lowering the 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 standard of terrorist uh, of being an insurrectionist. Do you understand what I'm saying? And now and now you can use it to call whatever you want. You can call anybody you want a terrorist. Oh, no, he disagrees with me, he's a terrorist, right? And that is the beginning. That is the beginning of an authoritarian freaking country. That is the beginning of an authoritarian regime. Changing definitions to be able to put people in their place, that is step one out of the <laughs> – that's step one, dude. Well,
0: step one might be overturning an election, but you're definitely, as far as steps are concerned, you're definitely up there with steps. Uh, it, that's definitely a step.
1: And I'll you know what? You and I'll tell you right now, if you can show me where Tucker Carlson has changed the word definition, I, I'll bash You know, because I, I don't know. I don't watch him because he's an opinionator, right? He's not a journalist. He's an opinion colleague, right? <laughs> but I can pull up a million clips of the Demor- Democrats calling people terrorists. And they're not terrorists, they just disagree with you. And don't, don't demean that. Don't conflate that because that's that is not right. Because now they're setting up just like the parents down in in Virginia, they're domestic terrorists. One guy threatened because his daughter was freaking molested in the bathroom. He wasn't he was arrested on site. The local police handled it, but now he's a domestic terrorist. No, absolutely not. that's my point you uh, they're wrong they're w- absolutely wrong i'm not saying anybody's right right the people who charge in they're wrong the people who freaking threaten school board members are wrong absolutely 100 percent. but they're not domestic terrorists and they're not insurrectionists that i do agree with
0: uh and and listen i i mean i think we we've been running into this um say mislabeling of people and things over the last few years you know uh i think one of the things that we've talked about is uh right the idea that everybody's like the next hitler you know we like to we like to throw that around a lot and it's like well you know i think when the next hitler comes We'll probably know.
1: We'll, we'll know. It'll probably smack us right in the face. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be I'll like, "Boy, out. this really is the next Hitler."
0: And you know, <laughs> listen, I like to think that we'll never allow that to happen again. I like to think as a, as a people that will that's never going to be able to happen again. Um, I like to think that we're more sophisticated than that. But the more I like to believe that, the less I believe that. You know what I mean? It's
1: unfortunate. But I um, I hear you, man. I do.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, good stuff so far. We're going to take a quick break. uh, And when we come back, uh, both James and I uh, have uh, presentations that we will be dropping on you this evening. Uh, So don't go anywhere. We will be right back after this quick message from one of our lovely sponsors. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies you deserve a personal tailored plan lasting meaningful and open relationships are the foundation of our practice you've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future your goals are our goals we are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut welcome back to divided we stand i am joe McGuire. he is jimmy batisti so i gotta tell you uh earlier this week I, i got a text from a buddy and um i had to have one of those moments jimmy you see the democrats do two things that republicans do not do they always take the moral high ground they also say and do really stupid things. <laughs> Hillary's 2016 play for identity politics, despite her husband Bill's warning not to cost her the White House. Of course, last election, defund the police nearly cost the Democrats the majority in the House, and they barely ended up getting it in the Senate. I mean, they they say and they do really, really stupid things. Yes, uh, you just can't make this stuff up. Uh, oftentimes right-wing media makes stuff up. And that's why when I when I was sent this article that the Biden administration is giving free crack pipes to crackheads, I did what I normally do. I laughed. I went to a mainstream source to find the real story. It's exactly what I did. Much like when I saw the story that Liz Warren in 2020 uh, made one of her campaign pledges was she was going to get transgendered inmates, their gender reassignment surgery, Paid for by taxpayer dollars. I thought that was fake news, but both cases here, Jimmy, True. in both cases, in true liberal democratic fashion, it's just another really horrible liberal idea. The kind that costs you elections, the kind that make you seem like the less sensible party, which is crazy because the other side is full of people who think JFK Jr. and Donald Trump are working together to end child sex trafficking from shape-shifting lizard people. Lizard people, to yeah. Babies. Okay? <laughs> How do you make people who doubt science and facts seem more sensible? Well, hand out free crack pipes. I mean, seriously, who was asking for clean crack pipes? Not the crackheads, And I doubt the friends and family that steal from them. So here's what's actually going on. This is a $29 million program designed to help spread the curb of infection among crack addicts that results from them sharing needles and smoking out of, I kid you not, cracked glass pipes that get cuts and they end up spreading infections. But here's the thing. Noble thought all the way. How much of a problem are infections among the crackhead population?
1: I, I, I tried to Google it. I couldn't find a statistic that separated crackheads so on the cdc website i couldn't find i
0: find this to be one of the most preposterous things i've ever heard in my life much like defund the police this takes an issue that needs to be addressed and provides an extremely foolish solution police brutality is really bad and disproportionately affects minorities the solution is not getting rid of the police Crack is a bad problem. It disproportionately affects minorities. The solution is not giving them clean crack pipes. <laughs> this makes your party sound like the party of crackheads, which is something
1: Republicans have been saying about you for years. Oh my God, I can't take it. I cannot even, I don't even know where to begin. I, I don't, as a right-wing guy, I don't think I need to say anything. I think I just need to sit back and go, well, there you go. Right. I mean, really, is that I mean, I think that's all I needed. Well, there you go.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, listen, uh, as as uh, as sketchy is pointed out yeah, there are there are other uh, elements. There are other elements to this program. Uh, they're going to be handing out uh, condoms for safe sex. I'm all about that. Again, this is the kind of stuff where, you know, we talk about conservatives you know, not, not uh, trying to, 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 uh, uh, to legislate morality and, and yet here's the Democrats. Are you, you do, why do you care what a crackhead is smoking or what they're smoking out of? I have an idea. I was thinking we could build a giant crack park, free crack, (laughs) free, clean crack pipes. Here's the deal. You're welcome to come in. But like Hotel California, you, you can't ever leave. There.
1: You, you want to stay, stay there park. and smoke
0: crack till you're dead? Do it, because I I I don't know that we can help these people. And if this is the best solution that we have, you might as well just put them in a giant park and let them have at it.
1: Hey, you know what? I'm gonna twenty nine. How much do we spend? Twenty nine million dollars. Yes. All right. Drug counselor. Let's see. Drug counselor salary.
0: I think what you're going to say is, is we should just get them off the drugs, which I hate to say this or admit this is the Republicans plan.
1: Just saying, man, it's $43,000 a year to pay a drug counselor. Yeah.
0: And you, they're talking.
1: They're the one in the in the, and the Democrats want to uh, 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 provide more social programs, but instead of paying somebody forty three thousand dollars a year that could help one person, they're going to spend how much? <laughs> Twenty three billion or 23, $29 dollars to hand out crack pipes. It's terrible. On. That it's is terrible. like one of the worst decisions. Like, who is in charge of that party right now, Joe? Like, this isn't even a Republican Democrat thing. This is a, I am a concerned citizen, right? I am a concerned American. Like, who is in charge on both sides that we think crack pinning out crack pipes is a good thing? Honestly, who's in charge well, of this country right now? You know,
0: it's funny. Here's the cool thing is uh, there is a lot of backlash to this.
1: And, as, and well should be.
0: as well, there should be. And 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 amusingly enough, like the Biden administration is sort of not really, uh, you know, not really sure what their next move should be,
1: you know? Well, I'm and- sure it's just going to be more placating and more appeasing and more just saying and not doing That's like the Democrats do, man. That's just they, they say the right stuff and they play a big game. And, and, and they talk a big game, but when it's time to put your money where your mouth is, they don't. They don't.
0: No, they definitely don't. and it's a it's a real shame. Uh, again, dude, I, I, my thought is, this is just another one of these situations, though, where uh, I mean, the Democrats find some of the stupidest causes to back up. As I mentioned in my in my little piece there, uh, in, in, in leading up to the 2020 election that she obviously uh, didn't, didn't pass the muster on Liz Warren. That was one of her campaign issues. I remember that I was on her website as a thing. I mean, not tax for nothing. money, tax, tax your money, how many transgender prisoners are there who are looking for gender reassignment surgery while serving their sentence? How many people are right? Like again, to me, that is some of the most pathetic pandering that that you could possibly come up with, you know, yeah, that absolutely. is like, and that's, 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 that's and, but James, again, it's the kind of thing where where are a, 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 a Republican's going to point and be like, dude, these people are nuts. This is what they <laughs> want your country to be. And again, I'm telling you, I, I think, I think when it comes down to it, more people embraced trump because it it wasn't the same old same old it was a guy who was like yeah i got your back and people were like yeah i like that like why not why not us why is it always got to be the underprivileged why does it always have to be minorities why does it have to always be other countries and 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 there you have it you had a guy that was like yeah it's your turn and people love that because the, the again the democrats just harp on some of the stupidest, and again, their heart's in the right place. I get it, but you got to win elections.
1: It's you got you got to play chess, not checkers, and that and that's and that's the long and short of it, man. Chess is a game of long term strategy, and checkers is like I'm going to jump this guy right now. Sketchy.
0: Uh, let me give you another great example: Green New Deal going to revolutionize the, uh, the American, uh, economy. It's going to help us at some point become leaders in things like solar and, and wind power things for the future, things that we should be getting on now. And, and here's what, here's what the, the Republicans turn that into. Here's what Devin Nunes and Ted Cruz and company turned the green new deal into. They want to get rid of your hamburgers and airplanes. And that's all the people down South had to hear. And they think this idea is the stupidest thing in the world. I've been saying it since this show's been on the air. The, the, the Democrats are so bad at messaging. They say yep. such stupid things. And sometimes they take up really stupid causes. Now, Sketchy, I understand this is not $30 million worth of crack pipes, but in the midterm elections, that's exactly what they're going to say it is, that it's $30 million worth of crack pipes, that Joe Biden literally gave crack pipes to crackheads. That is not how you win elections.
1: Yeah, there I I like I don't even know what to say, man. I really, really don't like this is the most absurd thing I I think I've ever heard in politics since I've started following politics. It is just defund the police. I understand. I don't agree with. I think it's dumb. I understand why they, they need reform, right? Then policing does need reform. I say that I, I believe everybody can agree with that all right but to defund them who are you really hurting who's really being hurt by this movement right because i'll tell you right now suburbia crime has only gone up a couple percentage right but urban crime has gone up how much three four five hundred percent in some places it's only hurting the lower class people who these people who the dems are trying to help but they're hurting them the, the Democrats, the leaders up there, they're not worried about defunding the police. They're not worried about their smash and grabs all over their neighborhood. It's not happening in their neighborhoods. Look where it's happening. Look who it's actually hurting. They're hurting the, 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 the exact people they're trying to help because how dumb their decisions are. And some of their policies are. And they're Not policies, excuse me, messaging. There we go. Some of their message, that's how dumb their messaging is. It hurts people. Oh, my God. It just, it, like, it's just crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. And you know what? It, it, it what, did, what else? We were talking about, and I wanted to, oh, my God, I wanted to say something so bad. Uh, I got it. I will say this in the meantime, that the lizard people, awesome, hilarious.
0: <laughs>
1: I absolutely, I absolutely oh he's got
0: to tip the cap you know oh my god uh, how could you not tip the cap to that i've actually got a friend who uh who is a big time QAnon person and she was talking to me about it once and i swear to god she had all the terminology down and it sounded great and until she was like jfk jr and i was like oh no i'm like wait a minute i'm sorry I wasn't really listening to you. Uh, Are you a QAnon person? And she's like, we don't call it that. And I was like, oh, my God. What? Like, that was crazy. Uh, Sketchy says, I agree. Democrats do need uh, better messaging uh, to fund the police really meant to reallocate funds to help uh, people in communities. Again, bad messaging. Again, dude, like, the ideas are there, Sketchy. I'm saying the ideas aren't bad ones. Again, the idea, and again, see, Jimmy still has it wrong. It's not defund the police, like, let's give them less money. It's less allocate funds so we get the right people going to the right situations. That that totally, totally jives, but that's not what they said and that's not what it sounds like. And it's easy for your Republican opponent to twist that into hamburgers are out, uh, crack pipes are in.
1: Uh, hold on hold, says, on, hold on, hold on, third, hold They're- on.
0: they 30 million dollars at crack pipes. Let's uh just saying that sounds so ridiculous. In the next election cycle, that's gonna get thrown back in their faces. Joey crack. Absolutely freaking <laughs> We're coining that, right? Who did that? Tony? Yeah. We're coin that right now. Joey crack. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you gonna say, Jimmy?
1: Uh shit, what were we talking about? Crack. <laughs> no, we we're talking about the messaging. And yes. and- you're, you're uh, the, the, why I don't understand when uh, I'm not a college graduate. I'm not a law professor. I don't have a law degree. I was a dumb Marine that, you know, joined the military to 20 years. And I can come up with a better message to get the point across than anybody in government right now. This is really worrisome, worrisome. Right, Joe? You and I could say it better. I don't believe in vaccine, that you were, well, I, I I do believe in vaccines. I don't believe you should be forced to be, uh, you know, forced to have to take it. I, I believe that masks do help a little bit, not a lot, according to Thank new you. studies, a I'll little take bit. It. I'll take it. But you shouldn't be forced to wear them, right? And all you had to say, all they had to say, Joe, and I've said it a million times, Masks and vaccines are like guns, guys. It's better to have one and not need it than need it and not have one. And, you know, every gun toter would have been like, oh, that makes sense. Now they're talking my language. Let me line up to get a shot. Talking you know
0: my language, yeah. We
1: would be at freaking 88, 89, 90% vaccinated right now. But no, 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 no. No, no. What do the Dems do? What do they do, Joe? They said, you're you're a bad person if you don't you're a you're a grandmother killer you're just evil right that's what they yeah. said so that's naturally going to tell people screw you who are you to tell me that now i'm not going to do what you tell me to right natch even if they believe in getting a vaccine and i guarantee you i guarantee you there's are tens hundreds of thousands of people that did not get the vaccine that goes and gets the flu shot, that went and got the measles, mumps, and rubella shot, polio vaccine, that are just not getting the shot right now because you told me to. Mm-hmm. Well, hundreds again, of I, thousands. Hundreds I told of
0: you, the, the, I, I've heard these commercials on the radio from the CDC where they're like, hey, don't forget to get your vaccine. Now's mm-hmm. the perfect time. And it's like, dude, they're not getting the vaccine. They'll, they will never get the vaccine because you want them to do it. Because you told them they had to do it, and now they're not going to. So, enough already. Enough of that, like, here's what the commercial should be. Hey, listen, you listen to that dipshit Trump long enough. Get a fucking vaccine. We can end this thing once and for all. That's what the commercial should be. That's what I would make them. Because I'm tired of this
1: thing. Yeah, I'm but just that doesn't make sense. sense uh, hey, because you know we what, already said, yeah. Tr- Trump never downplayed the vaccine. He never so, wants.
0: Well, you know what? Here's another great point, you know, because while he was while he was publicly trying to downplay the vaccine, uh, not the vaccine, downplay the virus itself, his administration spent $6 billion for Operation Warp Speed. And uh, Jimmy, I will always give that again, and I've been saying it since I met you, I'll always give the guy credit for that. Because while he was saying one thing into the cameras, dude, behind the scenes, he was putting those people to work they they got that money to the right people and we got those vaccines in record time. I hate the guy, but that was amazing that they pulled that off.
1: So, what do you say Joe about all these reports of the Trump administration people saying, "Look, he came out and he down didn't downplay, but he lessened the severity to try to restrict panic."
0: If I believed that he was a sensible person, and that he Fair had he right, Jimmy. <laughs> seriously, had he ever come out and ever once did something like that, I'd be like, all right, Fair I could enough. almost I could almost buy that. And I listen, I wish that was the truth. And maybe it partially is in his psycho sicko mind. Maybe that's kind of what he was doing. But again, the bottom line is, Jimmy, and this is I, a friend of mine got vaccinated recently after he was not going to do it. A lot of people close to him got sick with COVID. He bit the bullet. He decided and my last, my last plea to him was right after uh, Bill O'Reilly and Trump told that crowd, they were, they were vaxxed and boosted. And I said to my buddy, I go, dude, I said, don't listen to their words. Look at their actions. These guys know it's a safe vaccine and that it's, gonna keep them safe that's why they did it but and you know I don't what Joe
1: you can nobody can pull up a clip right now and show me where Trump said not to get a vaccine nobody no, not you're exa-
0: no 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 I, I, I agree with you he never said not to what he did say was that the virus wasn't that severe okay. what he did say was it was like the flu and again Jimmy those things are kind of true those things aren't outright lies I mean, it was a lot worse than he let on, but it's, listen, that's not even the, that's not even close to the biggest lie he told. Not even close. Okay? There's a lot more truth in the stuff he said about COVID than almost anything else he ever talked about. And that's the truth. And that's crazy. Okay? bottom line is, and and I'll say this again, he's got every right to be proud of the vaccine. He's got every right. That, that to me, is one of the greatest things any president's done
1: in the last 40 years. It was a huge, huge, mon- monumental moment for a president. It I really just was. wish he
0: <laughs> really was downplaying it to us uh, and that it wasn't something a little bit more nefarious. Hey, he, I want to say he he a couple real quick stop signs. The government tells us we have to uh, with your same logic. We should just run stop signs and that obey traffic laws. Don't tread on me, government. What do you say to that, Jimmy?
1: when did i ever say not to obey laws i don't remember ever saying not to obey laws i think i've always denounced violence i think i've always denounced uh, yeah, i think it's laws. the idea
0: of I of, of just
1: disobeying man, disobeying so what are we in a freaking dictatorship now i could disobey all i want i'm not in the military anymore baby i'm retired <laughs> i don't need to obey anybody baby that's the best part about not being in the being retired. Right. I don't need to obey. You know what? I follow the laws because laws, and I believe this wholeheartedly, and you hear me saying it right now, laws and rules are written in blood. Every law and every rule has been made because somebody has either gotten hurt or died. Look it up. I mean, try, you can figure it out, right? Speeding yep. stop signs stoplights those are laws because somebody has gotten hurt somebody has died by disobeying them therefore i'm a good person and i try to obey the law but you can't force me to do something i don't want to do if it's not a law there's no law saying i have to get a freaking vaccine no
0: there's not there's 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 just a mandate
1: there's There's no law
0: there's just Saying a that health I have mandate to a that mask. says that you needed to go to most places. It's I mean and that's fine. I'm right.
1: not and I'm not fighting that. I'm not. No, I know if, you're not. If a private company says, if a private business says, I need to wear a mask to enter their establishment, I wear a mask Ooh. to enter their establishment. What about a fishing license? Do yeah, he's
0: coming for you. He's that's money, you dude. Up Everybody
1: money. knows those things are just about money. Come on, and it's not a law. It's just a freaking. You have to have a license, right? because they want money it's just an easy way for the, the local governments to make money come on well
0: i mean doesn't this all just come down to money when when it, we get down to it all right we're gonna wrap this show up in a hot minute we're gonna take one more quick break jimmy's gonna close it out uh with his final bit mm. of the evening don't go anywhere so jess why did you become a realtor
1: I worked in various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, Becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes, it's very exciting, so a lot of fun.
0: Now you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far?
1: Helping people, especially like first-time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part.
0: What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents?
1: I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home.
0: Last thing I'm going to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTVV Realty is
1: people over paychecks, you do the damn thing.
0: And that's what we do. All
1: right. Welcome back to Divided We Stand. And this is going to be our last topic of the night. All right, we're going to talk about what the Dems really do when they're in power. So let's take a look. All right. Let's talk about uh, uh, the big words that they talk and the big game that they talk and the agenda that they push forward. All right. So some examples of them. And uh, we'll take a look. It's like some of the most liberal states, some of the most liberally controlled areas in the state, like sunny California. Right. One of the main Democratic platforms is free housing or, or affordable housing. Housing is a human right. Housing is a human right. The rent is going through the roof. That's it, right? It's big, big, big platform on their party. Uh, But let's take a look at California. Let's take a look at Palo Alto in particular. Uh, Measure D, if anybody doesn't, for the people that don't know, uh, Measure D was a proposal to build Affordable housing in the Palo Alto area, specifically this two-block, uh, there's two uh, acres plot. Affordable housing, eight thousand people. The Democrats voted no. And I think we actually have a clip of uh, the actually the committee saying why they should vote no. Right? It's just crazy. Of the city, right here super high of the city right here super high if you want to keep palo alto the kind of neighborhood and community that we all treasure low intensity low density safer kids to walk to school you've got to... uh, that, it's a bad that, bad look. Doesn't, that yeah very bad look doesn't you know doesn't doesn't sound very progressive to me right there joe i don't know I mean, these people had power for decades in in California, in Palo Alto, and when they had the opportunity to install and to erect a a fair price housing, they voted against it. They do this, they've done this in other states for for the taxes, right? The the, the other platform is taxes and that's not tax the rich, or that's tax the rich. Well, I gotta tell you, that's not happening. It's just really not happening in some of these states, right? Take New York. The top 1% is taxed less, less than the the middle, right? That's just New York. Washington state is astronomical. The 1% pay 3%, where the lowest income earners pay 17, right? It's just awful, right? We can take a look at districts and let's look at D.C., DC, the top one percent earners in DC pay nine point five, where the the middle incomers pay ten point one. Who's they're not carrying out their agendas. They're placating. They're 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 treating us like idiots. They think we're just going to listen and turn away. And this is the problem I have with the Democratic Party. That and that's. If you want to tell me we're going to tax this part because of this reason, okay cool, I can buy that. If you give me a good reason why the the middle fourth is paying, you know, 0.6% more than the top 1% in DC, give me a good reason and I will okay it. But don't tell me that you're going to tax the rich, that we that there's inequality when you and we need to give you know they need to pay their fair share when you have the capability you have the authority and yet you still don't do it i that i have a real problem with and that's why i'm a republican now uh i told
0: you jimmy when we first met that i uh did leave the republican party uh shortly um in in uh, I want to say it was I guess April of 2016, and um, I I left the Republican Party. I was going to join the Democratic Party, and the the people in town screwed up. And then they told me they were like, "Hey, listen, you won't be able to vote in the primary." And I, the whole point of me becoming a Democrat was I wanted to vote for Bernie. And so not being able to vote in the primary, I was like, well, screw that. I'll stay in the Republican Party because, and I have to, I I will admit this on the air. I voted for Trump in the primary, but I I did it for a very strategic reason. I thought, and I've told you this story, I thought Paul Ryan would never let Trump leave Cleveland with that nomination. But I Mm. wanted to make sure Trump had enough votes that he had it locked down. Because then they were gonna have to do a whole like uh convention thing. It was gonna be wild. And I thought for sure Paul Ryan is gonna leave as the candidate for president. I know it. Wow it, I really thought that was gonna happen. I was I convinced everybody I knew like, watch what my man Paul Ryan does this weekend, and then nothing.
1: <clears throat> so man, that was disappointing yeah. for you. <laughs>
0: I, I, I did. I, so I was basically a Democrat for about a day and that was the only day. And, uh, I got to tell you, you know, it's funny. You and I didn't discuss what our topics were going to be. And we both kind of talked about the same thing, you know, that the, the Democrats certainly sell themselves as, you know, the working man hero. Yeah. But every time they're in a position where they can really make a difference, they don't. Now the Republicans are no better. Um, but again, the Democrats, these are your issues, these are the issues you're championing. And 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 when when you're in a position to make it happen, whether it be in a state like, like California or in a state like Washington, New York, you don't implement Illinois. those things. You you don't do those things that you say you're not gonna do. And to hear those democratic councilmen. They sound like those racist old Republicans that we're always talking about. That's what those liberals sounded like. They wanted to keep their town nice and pure and safe for the kids. And That's what right. does that mean? Gotta keep the brownies out.
1: That's right. So we didn't even get into, and I won't even talk about the education zonings in the Democratic and in, in the democratic uh, cities because they are seriously set up to disadvantage poor neighborhoods and advantage richer influ- affluent neighborhoods it is awful yeah it is the most hypocritical thing i think i could have and when it comes to education anyways <laughs> there's a lot of other things but uh that i could have heard because i mean i will hopefully next week i can dig it up and we can talk about it a little more but how the democrats are literally literally holding poor educational uh, districts down to be poor and they're not allowing them the funding and there's reasons behind it. And there's reasons, zoning reason. It's just awful. And I'll, you know, I'll in, I will bring it.
0: I I I want to also do more research on this because, you know, one of the things I've been saying for the last four and a half going on five years while Donald Trump held America <laughs> hostage and was impeached twice for doing inappropriate things. They didn't get him out of there. Uh, there there's there's got to be a dozen constitutional attorneys in the Democratic caucus, and nobody could think of anything to get the guy out of there. And I've told you this before. The Republicans aren't even hiding it anymore. They, they, they have no shame. The Democrats still put on that facade that they're trying to, like, serve the public. But it's pretty clear neither side cares to do anything. Neither side was going to stop Donald Trump because that was good for business. And, you know, again, the idea that Mitch McConnell could just decide, ah, that guy's not going to get a hearing on the Supreme Court. Not going to do it. And there was no way to... There's nothing they could do about that. And yet, you had a guy impeached twice. You had a guy threaten the Secretary of State in Georgia. Nothing. He literally (laughs) left with boxes of classified info and he brought it to Mar a Lago. What? Her emails, classified info. And you know what? Nobody cares. Because you know what? If Nancy Pelosi really cared that much, if Joe Biden and Merrick Garland cared that much, the FBI would be at Mar-a-Lago right now arresting him.
1: Yeah, there's nothing stopping them now, is there?
0: They could do it, James. They could do it. And you know what? They're not gonna. Because the Democrats don't deliver. And that, that really, to me, was my main message for tonight.
1: I love it, and that was my main message for tonight. So we're actually in agreement for once. You like that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Visit Divided We Stand. We are on Facebook, DWS News Podcast. You can also find us at clovercrestmedia.com backslash Divided We Stand. Uh, Check out the official Twitter page at Podcaster Joe. Please like, subscribe, share, and comment. And, And if you want, you know, you could always tag somebody on here, force them to watch this, and let them grow to hate me. Or I love me. that. People like you, James. Oh, are you, you got that kidding whole, me? You got that whole veteran thing going on, you know?
1: People well, they can't that. really say bad things because I'm Asian, right? So they can't call me a racist. I, I mean, they can actually.
0: <laughs> I mean, if
1: they can call you know, who some of the people that they have called races, they can definitely call me.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Doug, <laughs> D- don't you sweat it. They certainly will. Yeah, absolutely. All right.
1: uh, thank you, guys. Is, thank you very much.
0: Great show. That's gonna do it for this week for Jimmy Batisti. I am Joe Wyer. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Divided We Stand. Good night. <laughs>